My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe that you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member James Crouch is looking for help writing a cold outreach email. We discuss the importance of first carefully selecting who you want to build relationships with and how you can provide value to that person. Then we discuss the magic formula for all outreach emails that you can apply to just about any outreach situation. This session is loaded with top-level overview tips for crafting successful outreach, as well as the nitty-gritty details, such as writing effective subject lines. Listen in to discover how you, too, can improve your outreach email skills. And as a bonus for listening to this episode, if you want to go even deeper down the rabbit hole, you can get my insider's guide to writing amazing outreach emails by going to optimizeyourself.me slash email guide. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. 
All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with community member James Crouch. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. James, so what is your hot seat topic for this morning? It is just kind of really nailing down my outreach email and kind of maybe a little more help verbalizing my goal out of it and also kind of helping with what is my follow-up question if they do respond. I think that's something that I kind of want to nail today. Got it. All right. So I, you would send me a, a document, a PDF. What you did from what I can tell is you tore apart my template that I have in the insider's guide to writing outreach emails, not the outsider's guide to writing in-reach emails. That's what I was going to say. That's another version coming soon. The insider's guide to writing outreach emails, you tore apart my template and it looks like you wrote it piece by piece. Yes. Yeah. I tried to do it. Got it. So before we dive into the weeds, I'm all about strategy. If you are right now, just for a little bit of context, what materials have you gone through in the program so far other than this guide? That and the IMDb networking course. Okay, great. So you you have been through the master class and you understand the difference between the shotgun approach and the sniper approach. I I, I know the sniper approach. I'm forgetting the shotgun approach. The shotgun approach is what everybody does. The The best visualization I can give you for that very quickly is imagine you go to a meetup with 300 people and your goal is to get your business card in all 300 people's hands by the end of the day. That's a shotgun approach. You're just, it's just spraying prayer. Let's just hope that somebody, somebody's interested in me and they call me back. Oh God, I just, I hope that happens. Sniper approach is you find the one person in the room that's going to move you forwards the quickest. And you said you're, you're taking the sniper approach. So my first question is, if we're setting up the shot and you're saying to yourself, well, I want to make sure that I get it right on target and I don't miss, my question is, are you sure that you're pointed at the right target right now? So give me a little bit of background about who the person is we're writing to before we get into the nuances of the email. Well, I, I broke it down and I did the, the number system. I don't have it pulled up, but it was basically, I think number one was producers, second was directors, and the others were editors and supervisors and stuff like that, but mainly directors and producers uh, trying to shoot between the t- two to $10 million indie range, mostly New York. And then still I have a lot of people in within Texas, but mainly looking to get to the New York or LA people. Because your goal is what? To kind of expand my network out of Texas. I'm like, I'm super willing to go work in either state, maybe not move completely full time, but open to working there for months at a time. Doing what? Editing. Editing what? I'm just I'm just gonna keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. Scripted scripted indies. Got it. So you want to edit scripted indies? I'm assuming that means long form features. Yes. So and what do you do right now in Texas? That's what I do. So right now you're editing long form scripted indies in Texas. You just want to do it in other markets with other people. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. And why are you reaching out to these people? Because they're people that I uh, admire their work. Um, I kind of did that bullseye thing you did. I looked at mm-hmm. work that I, I really enjoyed and liked and the genre that I, I look <clears throat> that I most, you know, am drawn to. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like worked from there and worked from, you know, kind of did the, the producers of that movie and went to the next one and, and that sort of thing. And kind of Got it. Okay. Had connections with. So if we're looking at the, the ultimate purpose of this, it's that you want to be able to work on other projects in other cities and expand your network and build your resume. Yes. That's big picture. That's really what this is all about is what every outreach is about is, well, duh, I want work. Like, why else would I be doing it? All right. I want to get jobs. Mm-hmm. But we got to think about 
the purpose of the initial message and why you're reaching out to this specific person. Because we're never going to reach out and say, hey, my name is James. I'm a, an indie feature film editor in Texas, and I love the opportunity to be considered for your next film. Uh, resumes attached. Would love to hear back from you. Like, we're, we're just, we're never going to do that. Like, yeah. God, that I just, this is cringeworthy, my friend. Don't worry. That's what most people have been doing. I got a message like that yesterday. I screenshot all of them. I've only sent two because I, they didn't get responses. So I was like, I'm not going to send any more until I have a better plan. It took me hundreds before I learned that that didn't work. So good for you. Two is, is a much better track record. Not to go too deep into a story, but I remember when I was maybe seven, eight years in the industry and I was unemployed for months at a time and just desperate for work. And of course, I just bought a house in Los Angeles, so that didn't help the pressure. Um, I remember stacking up 200 manila envelopes with cover letters and demo reels not sending them via email, physically sending them. It cost me like $400 shotgun approach. One response. I'm like, so I don't think this works and I have to figure out another method. Yeah. So the fact that you've sent two emails and you've already you know, decided to, to take this approach, well done. So why are you reaching out to this specific person if it's not to get a job? Well, it, it necessarily, I mean, it is basically, it is to get a job, but it's also to you know, plant those connection seeds. So if I'm the person that you're reaching out to, and does this person have a name right now? Not necessarily, but the, the two people I reached out to were local connections, many connections between us. Should it be should be easy emails, and they're both producers, Zach and Bettina. All right, so let's. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Let's pretend I'm Zach. It's gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough one. So let, let's assume that I'm Zach. What is it that I do? Uh, you're a producer. He produced producer a, of long form scripted indies. He did a he did a, a great South by movie. Thunder Road a couple of years ago. Got it. So then how can I help you? Why are you reaching out to me? That's what I'm trying to verbalize. I mean, I, I, I want to work with people like him. I want to be referred. I want to work with him. Got it. Okay. So so what, what I'm doing here right now is I'm taking a little tiny wound and I'm opening it up and I'm starting to put the knife in and I'm starting to turn it. And what we've discovered is that you're not really sure why you're reaching out other than I kind of have to find a reason to start a conversation because I want a job. Exactly, And we, we have to dig in and understand why you're reaching out to this specific person. This is something that I say a lot in my advanced networking program. And I've said before in a lot of my articles about mentorship and outreach, it's not that people don't want to help you. It's that people don't know how to help you. Yeah. And right now, Zach, the independent film producer, I don't know how to help you because I don't know you well enough to refer you for a job and I can't help you that way. So we need to get more specific. So talk about where you are right now where it is that you want to be next and what's between those two things. And how can I, Zach, the long form indie scripted producer, help you traverse that path so I feel good about helping another person? Where are you stuck? Talk about where you're stuck right now and how I, the producer, can help you. And it can't be I'm unemployed and I want a job from you. So I guess I'm stuck in this Texas world and I'm, I'm, that's where I'm trying, to, I'm trying to expand. I don't know if that was the same exact thing that you just said, but... So let's think about some, some simple questions that Zach might have answers to that are going to help you get unstuck only cutting these films in Texas. Mm -hmm. Where am I located? I'm in L.A. or New York. Zach is actually in Austin. Oh, he's in Austin. This is a local. Yeah. So the first two people were local. Um, were okay. Local, but I, he has a, you know, he, I think he's one of those guys who goes from New York, uh, Austin to L.A., which is kind of what I want to do. You know, I kind of. Aha. Uh -huh. Now we're getting somewhere. You've identified a local producer in Austin that also has built a career in a resume in Los Angeles. Do you think he might have some advice or wisdom that he could share with you 
about how he balances a career between Austin and Los Angeles. And if he were to give you a good answer, does that move you forwards? I think so. I think this could be tremendously helpful to you because right now there are a lot of things you don't know that you don't know. You're not even sure what questions to ask and you're kind of at the beginning of this journey from transitioning to Austin to LA or New York. You know what you want to be doing. You know you want to be doing uh, scripted indie features in the two to $10 million range, but you're not sure how to do it outside of Austin. You've identified a producer that does know how to do it outside of Austin that also does it in Austin. So perhaps the place to start is building a relationship to better understand what are some of the things that I'm missing that I don't know about building a career between these two areas? I think that's a great question for local people and to identify people that can do that, that go from here to LA. So having, uh, having that as our strategy, now we can go through and start to break this down in a little bit more nuance. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, This is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately, or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing. I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So let's start at the top. And this is, again, why uh, in the future it's super helpful to do this into a, lo- a live Google Doc. Don't You don't need to feel bad. It's, dude, it's week one. Um, you're, you're already ahead of the curve, so don't feel bad. But uh, in the future, if we do a Google Doc, we can go back and forth and I can highlight stuff and we can kind of uh, collaborate on it together. Um, but let's just start from the top. Where's the first place you need to provide me enough value that I'm going to pay attention to you? At the beginning, right? At the beginning of what? The email. Or okay. 
right? Have, have I even chosen to open your message yet? Do you have any idea how many other emails I get as an independent film producer that's going between Austin, Texas and Los Angeles? And you're just some guy like you, you, you need line. to, you need to entice me to open your message. So yes. How are you going to provide me value in your subject line? Yeah. That's the one thing I forgot to, to write in my notes. That's, yeah. that's what everybody forgets. Don't worry. Very, very, very common mistake. So how do you provide value to me in the subject line such that I say, nah, yeah, I'll open this. I don't know if I'm going to read it, but I at least got to open it. I don't, I don't want to miss this. It's with, it's Say, good, subject line. good subject lines are not easy. Let's brainstorm because we got to start here. I'm not going to spend 20, 40, 60 minutes writing the best outreach message ever if he's not opening it. So let's start with the subject line. Uh, I don't know. Uh, something like if we have a mutual connection. That okay. Might. That could certainly be one of them. Do you have a mutual connection? Yeah. Like a mini, actually my cousin was one of them, like good friends. Okay, so then that, that's a great place to start because there's immediately the comfort factor. Oh, this is somebody that knows someone that I know well, so I should probably at least open it yeah. because to be perfectly honest, if I don't, the person that I do know might come asking, hey, did you get that email from my friend James? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess I should probably open that. So that's a great place to start, but I'm going to make it even harder. Let's assume you have no mutual connections. How are you going to get me to open your message? Work that I admire of theirs, or is that okay? So, what what work has this producer done that has led them to the top of your list? So, you want to start your outreach with this person? Give me an example of specific projects. It would be the Thunder Road movie. Thunder Road. Okay, why? I thought it was hilarious, and I actually met the director prior to meeting him, and um, have followed his work, and would love to work on that type of project. Comedy drama is like what I'm drawn to. All right. So, I think that we're we're getting pretty close to something. And with subject lines, it's often a lot simpler than you think. Everybody wants to overthink the subject line. And they, some people will write the whole message and feel great. They'll write it in 20, 30 minutes, and then it takes them an hour to write the subject line. doesn't have to be that hard. What's the name of your mutual friend? Just first name is fine. Daniel. Daniel. How about Thunder Road was hilarious, exclamation point, parentheses, I'm Daniel's friend or Daniel's cousin or whatever it is. Okay, simple. If I've got 50 to 100 messages a day, 97% of which are a bunch of crap, either spam or receipts or Amazon delivery notices, and occasionally somebody's messaging me about schedules and paperwork and blah, blah, blah. If I saw that subject line just hanging around, mm -hmm. what are the odds that maybe after lunch, kind of in the, the post-lunch lull, kind of like, oh God, I just, I don't want to, oh, oh, I could at least click on this. What are the odds of that happening? Probably pretty high. I think they're pretty high. I think the combination of you just wanting to say this thing is great, plus I know somebody you know, I would say the chances of that being opened are extremely high. The chances of it being read, we're not quite there yet. You're still going to have to earn that. And the chances of getting a response, you definitely have to earn that. But I think we're at least going to get an open if we can do that. So how do you feel about the subject line so far? Uh, much better. Good. So now how are you going to provide enough value in the opening to earn the right for me to read the rest of your message? Providing, and is, is the value like my value to them or is it the value like my my admiration of their work? What's the difference? I'm not sure. I guess the, the, I, mean, I guess they're two totally different things. There's no not really much value in me admiring their work, um, I guess. Are you sure about that? I want you to flip the script for a moment. Talk to me about your most recent project that you edited. The Blazing World. The Blazing World. I want you to imagine that you got an email where the subject line was, the blazing world was amazing and blew my mind, parentheses, we both know Daniel. Are you going to open that message? Yeah. Okay, so now imagine 
that in that first paragraph, this person demonstrates that not only did they watch The Blazing World, but they really broke it down and understood your approach to it as an editor. They are an aspiring editor, and specifically your work in that film helped inspire them to take the next steps and take a course or reach out and cut their first short film or whatever it is. They took a major step in their life because of you and choices you made. Yeah. What does that do to you? Makes you feel good. Makes it makes you feel good. So why can't you do the same thing for Zach? Yeah. That provides real genuine value. Yeah. Thinking back on people who reached out to me before, like those are the emails, like emails I read. Mm-hmm. That's- yeah, having gone through this process, I've seen this happen over and over where and this happened. I don't remember exactly the timeline, but a few months ago after the, the Emmys, um, one of the people that was on one of my students outreach list had just won an Emmy. And you can imagine two, three days after that happens, their inbox and their Facebook and everything is just full of congrats. Way to go. Blah, 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 blah. Right. It's it's a whole bunch of noise. But my student used this approach and they got a response the same day. And within the next week, they got a Zoom call with somebody that just won an Emmy on one of the top shows on television because they provided genuine value instead of fluff. So if you demonstrate to Zach that it isn't just about, oh, yeah, your movie was cool. By the way, my resume is attached. But instead, here are all the things that I really loved about Thunder Road and thinking about it further, really appreciate and admire what you brought to this process. Because as a producer, it's a little bit harder to say, I love the way you made this transition from this scene to this scene. Because they're, they're, they, the, they make the project happen, but they may not be making daily creative decisions. So I want you to find a way to dig in a little bit deeper and demonstrate, I've really spent time with your work. I admire it, but it's also had a positive impact on me. And this is how. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And that's, I guess that's that, that. Sometimes it's what I struggle with is is the the genuine value. It's just like that's why I like. I think I'm an editor because I like everything's visual and I have uh-huh. writing. I was not the best student. You know, I think I'm a little dyslexic. <laughs> so you're yeah. you're you're amongst friends in this community. I can assure you, uh, with all of those challenges, uh, we we love to to play Tetris with people's emotions in our timelines. As soon as we have to do it with words in an email, all of a sudden it becomes really really challenging. But I want you to use that storytelling ability that you have in the timeline and start to apply it to uh, an outreach email. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like I need to really uh, redo my outreach email. That's that's to be expected. This Mm -hmm. this is a a very, very common uh, practice. Uh, Most people that come to this program, they immediately jump in week one or week two. They want to workshop a resume or an outreach message or whatever it is. And once we dig in a little bit deeper, they realize there's a lot more strategy behind it, then there is just the tactics of let's polish it and move this sentence over here and delete this sentence. And we will get there. But I want to make sure that your strategy and your approach are sound. Then we're going to wordsmith. Okay. I guess that'll be my next hot seat. That's going to be your next hot seat. Exactly. I want you to come back with a much clearer purpose. This is exactly the value that I want to provide. This is how I want to tell my story. And this is where I could use the most help right now. Because the next step is assuming this person responds and gives you a good answer, that's how you start to build a relationship, by listening to their advice, taking it, and following up to show that their advice had a positive impact on you. Mm-hmm. Now you get into this virtuous cycle of you provide value, they provide value. You provide it, they provide it. And then the time comes, whether it's in two weeks or two years, where Zach says, all right, I'm looking for another editor. Man, I've, I've really admired this guy, James. I should reach out and see if he'd be a good fit. That's essentially how the process works. The timeline, nobody knows what the timeline is. I've seen it happen in weeks with some people and with others, myself included, sometimes it takes years. 
but you got to start planting the seeds now. Totally agree. Excellent. So do you feel clear on your next steps? Yeah, I think I'm just going to actually read, go through that, that course, the email course, and just kind of really think about a, a better way to re, rewrite my, like kind of like the template I have now, but just improve upon it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're off to a great start. We just want to make sure we're more specific and we really drill down to this stuff. Yeah. So drilling down. I have a really clear value on people like now from Austin to LA or something that, somebody that have a, of a bridge and then but maybe next time or the, a, the following hot seat, reaching out to somebody completely cold with no connection to Austin that's in LA or New York. That's something in the future to look at. I think that sounds like a plan, my friend. That'll be easier to start with, you know, this bridge sort of thing, connection. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, then uh, with you clear on your next steps, I want you to go ahead and dive into this email. And when you're ready to, to workshop again, you know where to find me. All right. Thank you so much. You bet. This is fun. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo-Driven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. 
And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.